This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Getting all the better now because uh, it's our chance to catch up with Tahu McKenzie, educator at Orokinui Eco Sanctuary. Morena Tahu, good to have you with us. Oh, kia ora koutou, namaki arohanoi, kia koutou. So exciting to be with you. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. We're going to um, talk about the cycle of life. Um, well, I guess we always do in a funny way here when we talk <laughs> about what's going on with Orokinui Eco Sanctuary. But you've got some pretty exciting news on the Takahe front. Yes, it's so wonderful. And the living world, of course, gives us the best inspiration at all times. But the Takahe, as we know, are very close to my heart. And they are, at the moment, I'm so excited to announce, nesting with two beautiful eggs. So we're very, very excited. This is excellent news, Jeffrey. What does um, a Takahe nest look like? Where do they go? What do they do? Well, I really relate to the Takahe, of course, because they're very open plan filing system. <laughs> and their nest is a very large conglomeration of tussock, the beautiful native Kainakoa or Hunanamoho, all that lovely uh, snow tussock and toy toy all pulled up and chopped up and thrown about into a great pile and then they burrow into the midst of it, which sounds quite nice to me, really. Lovely little uh, video up on the Eco Sanctuary's uh, Facebook page of um, of Antakahe nesting, looking all set, really, to do the job. Yes, so Waimadie and Bennett, who are our, our young Takahe out the top who are nesting, are really, really great parents, and we're so grateful for that, and we're so happy about that. And so, yes, if you head over to our Facebook page, you can see Waimadie nesting, and she's in week one at the moment, and she's looking really cosy and really happy and excited about her baby, so it's very, very cool. What does a Takahe egg look like relative to other eggs we might know? Well, they're about three times the size of a hen's egg and they're quite creamy white and they have brown spots on them. So they're very, very beautiful, of course. And what's the behaviour around that? Is there any swapping of duties at all? There can be a small amount of swapping of duties, but it's mainly been at the husband's job to bring Waimari food, which is excellent. We can all applaud this. We can all, you know, aspire to this. And Bennett also is quite protective of Waimadie, obviously, at this time, and patrolling the area around the nest, making noises such as, mm, 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 and, which is highly impressive. <laughs> that was highly impressive too, actually, Tahu. Well done. <laughs> for, this, very kind. for this time of day. Oh, well, look, we'll, uh, we'll follow, um, follow that with interest, won't we? Um, do we, how confident are we that, um, that these can be seen through to, to hatching without any difficulty? Are there, are there, are there, well, obviously you're trying to remove all the, all the, the, the predator threats, but are there other issues that might arise during this time? I really hope not. So the main, the main thing is just uh, making sure she feels safe and secure, and that the sun continues to shine, and we have lovely warm weather, which I'm sure we will. It's been really, really great. I don't see any great deluges on the horizon, but um, where she's nesting is is nice and peaceful. I don't think she'll be disturbed, which is really, really good. And they've had a really good success rate in terms of their nesting and their babies so far. So. Fingers crossed, everything else crossed, they'll do very, very well.
Now, Tahu, we've talked before about the the wonderful byproduct of uh, byproduct of having the, the eco sanctuary is um, is this proliferation of bird life that uh, that sort of cascades down over the rest of the city as well, and it's pretty amazing. We're getting reports now uh, in the community about people with kaka in their backyards. Yes, which is so exciting, and of course, this is something that we've seen happen with Zealandia and Wellington, that when you do have this beautiful green heart like Orokanoi, which is a safe place for our native birds to, as you say, proliferate, the abundance of life does spill over, particularly if our beautiful birds can fly like the kaka and are very inquisitive and curious like the kaka. They want to go and explore and they can have a home range of up to 40k, so they get very excited to go and see what's out and about. And this is a double-edged sword, of course, because we want them to be themselves and, and do what they want, but we also want them to be safe. So the Kaka database is a really great tool for that. People can report their sightings and you can go online and, and have a look at our Kaka database as well. And what it means is that we can see where our precious Kaka are going. Other people can see and, and keep a track of their movements, but also be aware of what some of the risks to them might be and how they can protect them. But we are seeing them spreading out. They are coming into North East Valley. They are heading out to Karatane and the peninsula. So it's really, really exciting to see that happening. Okay, so the Orokanui Kaka database is accessible from the Eco Sanctuary website? That's right. So if you go onto our website, www.orokanui.nz, you can look for our Kaka database on there. It's really, really cool. Now, sunnier days uh, are upon us, and you know, we've got another one here today. It looks going to be a bear cracker for Otuporti today, I think. Um, and, you know, a chance to sort of drill in a little bit closer and get a good good view of everything that we see when we visit the eco-sanctuary. And, and it's not just uh, the birds, and it's not just the plants. It's also the bees and the wasps and the, um, the others uh, as well. You might see even Red Admiral Butterfly. Yes, so we're very lucky that as part of our work at Otokanoi we have a special butterfly track, Tiaramokarakara, but also several plant species that we've really intentionally planted for our native invertebrates. And these are all flowering at the moment, like our oreho, our pseudopanics, and uh, there's a lot of nectar in these plants for our butterflies. So at the moment, it's really incredible to me. We're, here we are in August and we have these swarms of Kahukura, the Red Admiral Butterfly, it's so beautiful. And we've also been very lucky to be working with Dr. Jenny Yant at the university to plant some lovely onga onga on our tracks. And of course our resident botanist Taylor has been helping with this project as well. So of course a very dangerous plant for us if we rolled about in it, our native stinging nettle. But for the Red Admiral, they stand up on their tippy toes like butterfly ballerinas <laughs> and lay all their eggs in between the singing spines. So it works very well for them and their whanau. And we know we can really safeguard future generations by having more stinging nettle away from the tracks, though, obviously, Jeffrey. <laughs> so, um, again, always a wonderful time to visit the Eco Sanction. We're going to be giving uh, our ORFM Awesome Morning Show listeners a chance to win a, a family pass to visit the Eco Sanctuary. So just just stay tuned for that. Um, you, of course, are involved, again, with lots of work with uh, wonderful local schools and uh, Arthur Street School were up there recently. They had, a, they had a visit from a special guest. It's 
so exciting. So this can happen at any time when schools visit Otakanui. We have the opportunity to coincide with something exciting that's happening for our operations team. And we were very lucky that our wonderful conservation manager, Alton, brought in a very rare and endangered jewel gecko who had been clambering about on the fence. So it was a, a really wonderful opportunity for Arthur Street to see up close and personal this very rare and endangered native reptile. So we were very grateful about that. And yes, it can happen at any time. We might be out there and they might be doing a health check on a kiwi or, you know, really anything might be happening and, and we can link in with them and the students get to see what it's like to be a ranger. Very, very exciting when that happens. And, of course, you've got so many wonderful relationships with local schools. Um, St Leonard's School, um, they've, been, uh, they've been doing their best to help support the eco-sanctuary too. Yes, we're so grateful to St Leonard's School. So they're having a fundraising quiz for us tonight, and I'll be there saying a huge thank you to everybody and um, hopefully selling some more raffle tickets as well and um, generally prancing about and maybe helping with a few of the quiz questions, it's going to be very exciting, but we're really so grateful to everybody and to all the donations and community support that we've been receiving. I, of course, really, really love working with all the schools, so it means a lot to have those long-term relationships celebrated at this time, 13 years of working with some of the schools, so very excited to go along tonight and very excited for the upcoming school visits this term as well. Brilliant stuff. Well, the Otakanui Eco Sanctuary, very much part of our wider community at Ultipoti, um, and it's uh, nice that the young ones are doing their best to help support it and, and, and strengthen it as it goes on to the future. And we look forward to future conversations with you, Tahu, about all the things that are being revealed through the seasons at the Otakanui Eco Sanctuary. Now, we uh, always conclude our conversations with uh, um, some music and some music that you've chosen for us. Tell us about uh, your selection today. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. Well, I really, you know, in this time, we, we have all experienced so much change and and transformation and uh, so many aspects of our lives have shifted about, but there's always that sense of trust and connection which is there for us at all times. I really find that with our community here in Aote Dunedin and, of course, with The Living World and this next song by two of my favourite artists is, is all about that sense of of trust in oneself and those around us to make things even better. Yeah, well, this track brings Ari Fakature together with Rai Kuda for a track called I Do. We're going to hear from that in just a moment. Hey, thanks for joining us again, Tahu. Look forward to a quarter with you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much, everybody. Kakite. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.